So hello everyone. Welcome back to the Rohit Soni Leadership Podcast and on episode number 82 I have invited someone who's a personal brand architect who's someone who actually you know does a lot of stuff uh, in her life and uh, you know a lot of things with sports and modeling as well. Okay? So I would like to you know welcome to you all Rachel Meng. Okay? So hi Rachel, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm coming from New York City in the US. So a big time difference um but i love uh, being able to come across the world okay okay that's great that's great ma'am and uh, the more important thing is that you have given us uh, time here so what we would like to do is that in the least amount of time we want to have the most value right is that cool of course okay okay ma'am so ma'am please tell us about yourself uh, why you are doing what you are doing and uh, everything Yeah, of course. Um so again, my name's Rachel Mang. Um you can find me on Instagram, same exact name. Um but I'm the personal brand architect. So really what I do is partnership and talent management and consulting. Um I help people use their story and their life to build up their personal brand. And then from there, I help them use it to leverage partnership deals whether that be um an individual on social media or a professional athlete work with a brand and come to an agreement with a contract put out different pictures videos whatever that might look like um and for some people that might be a nonprofit so that's what I do full time along with working with a number of other companies in partnerships relationship management and things like that uh that's great ma'am and uh, like uh, uh, why you are doing this like that's the main thing like uh, people do start something they must have a vision so please tell me why why you are doing uh, you know personal branding and uh, helping people grow Yeah, so I believe for myself especially, everything you do in life relates to something later in life. So everything you've done in the past is going to lead you to something greater in the future, and I really think that that story is so important because everything I've done and everything someone else has done, someone else is going to go through. So your story can really help those people get through whatever they're going through. And on top of that, because a lot of people have already gone through that or it resonates with them it helps brands so it helps companies connect to their audience and it helps companies grow the relationship with their audience um and i think that there's also a lot of athletes here in the US and just individuals in general who don't really get to capitalize on that and they don't really get to be able to make the connections with their audience so i wanted to be that person that can actually help them number 1 generate more revenue and more income for themselves but number 2 also help their audience and help other people in the process. That's a great uh, that's a great mission uh, ma'am you're after and uh, the more important thing here is that you're helping other people as well. That is something that everyone should you know consider here because you can grow all by yourself but until unless you help other people you don't get that satisfaction. Yes, I have you know did something good. Okay, so that is really really an important insight that you have given us. Okay ma'am. So this takes us to the first question that I want to know from you. The first question is uh, why do you think there's a big need for any business to grow their personal brand in 2021? Why do you think there's a big need for any business to grow their personal brand in 2021? What's your take on that? Yeah, so I think any business, any person, any athlete, even if like you're a cricket athlete, um I think that there's such a space to grow um specifically in your personal brand because your personal brand is really who you are. So for a person, it's literally who you are, um how you present. For a business, it's what the company mission is, like it's how you present yourself in marketing. So I think in a world where we're driven by technology, we're all on social media and there's a lot of 
of things that are fake out there, I think authenticity is really important um, and being consistent with who you are. So when it comes to business or personal brands for athletes, for influencers, whatever it is, it's really important now to be authentic and just show your personal brand and to let people know who you are, what's important to you, because that's how you build relationships. You can't build a relationship with something fake. You have to build a relationship with something real. So when it comes to growing your business, whether you're a person, an athlete, or a business, it's really about putting yourself forward and really marketing yourself. Okay, that's great, ma'am. That's the great insight that you have given us. So, uh, like, uh, I want to know, like, if someone who is uh, currently starting their, you know, personal brand right this moment and they're starting their online business right this moment, right this second, what advice would you give uh, to them so that uh, in six to 12 months they can start monetizing it and start, you know, making some amount of money initially? Because in this COVID situation, many people have suffered, uh, you know, losses of jobs and everything. So, what's your advice on that? Yeah, so I think it doesn't even take those six to 12 months. Really, social media is king right now. Um, it really is about, you know, making your account, what your website, whatever you want to call it, using analytics, marketing. But the most important thing is to discover what your brand is and then who you are, how you come through your brand, and then making sure that your audience can resonate with that. They can connect. So if you're starting a business and it's on um, natural hair care, like telling that story about why natural hair care is important to you and why being natural is important, and then connecting yourself and your story to your audience because really people buy from people they know so if your audience feels like they can get to know you then they're more likely to buy from you the same thing when people do sales over the phone if someone just cold calls you and asks you to buy something you're probably not gonna buy it but if you've established a relationship with someone they refer you to something or you've been following their story online through social media you're more likely to buy something they recommend so if you're just starting out your brand it's really important to be yourself and put out content that is about you and is authentic and then from there, just continue to grow, start reaching your audience, being strategic about that. And then from there, once you start selling your product, it'll be easy. Okay, that's great. That's great. So I have a follow-up question on the, the same thing is that, that uh, if someone is uh, uh, starting their brand right this moment, what is a better approach? You know, build relations first in the DMs or right away give a cold message that can establish authority. What do you think is better? Like just build relationship right away without even knowing them initially, you have to build relationship by texting some things. Or is it like uh, just, you know, uh, cold DM them about your work so that they understand who you are and uh, so that they, you can proceed the chat. What do you think is better? That's a big question that I have. Yeah, so whether it's um, networking, building relationships with people, like in person with someone you maybe want to get a job with in the future, or even if it's on social media and you're trying to build a relationship with your audience, people like to know who they're talking to. So they want to build that relationship. Because even if you're talking about an audience from a seller to a buyer, it's still a relationship. So you really have to build the relationship first. So what that might look like on social media and what it even looks like in networking is building that story um, and <clears throat> getting them to know who you are. So when you have your page, you really wanna be putting out content constantly 
and consistently, and then sending out your message to your audience through your content consistently as well. Um, so really building up the page first before you do any type of like outreach, any type of recruiting. And that's simple as putting out a lot of content. Um, content, again, it's like authentic to your brand. So again, if it's natural hair care, putting out pictures of like natural hair or putting out pictures of the product and things like that. And then from there, you start to not only build your content on your feed. So when people go to look at it, they know you're a legitimate business because you have quite a lot of pictures, you're active on that page. And then the content, you can use um, captions like, let me tell you a secret, or like, let me tell you a secret about this natural product, something like that, like a tagline. Um, and that's how you kind of build your feed. That's how you build the engagement. Actually, uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, like that actually works in uh, personal branding and in copywriting as well. Like uh, yeah. if, I, if I write somewhere, don't read this. And then I right. write up my content there. So people will obviously read this. Okay, okay. Uh, like if you write, uh, if you write here, the deadliest thing that you will ever know, people will automatically in their mind will always, uh, uh, you know, realize that this is something that I should read right away. Yeah. So uh, if you offer resistance, it works a big way. And uh, I have read this in the book called Influence. It's a, it's a really great book. I recommend. I had. I cannot highly recommend it to you. It's a really great book. You should read it right away, and for all our audience as well. So, yeah, the way you are saying that is absolutely correct. And I have seen that uh, with my own eyes of people doing personal brands. They are offering advice on their own content, on the things they are expert at, and then they are getting clients through that because they're expert at the same niche so that is a really great insight ma'am thank you so much for sharing it okay uh, so the next thing uh, yeah and the next thing that i want to know is that um, how online as i know that you are you have already told me about and i have saw your you know work of uh, as a you know a partner deal you can do that you you help people in getting partnership deals as well right so how do you think online partnership deals can be done strategically i'm asking how do you think they, that uh, these can be done uh, any advice you have so please let us know yeah of course so <clears throat> really partnership deals are deals between um a talent and a business or another entity so um in the u.s that on a sports side um nfl is obviously our biggest sport over here um football so it might be between a football player and a sports drink company that's a partnership um, that will probably look like them being paid X amount of money to put out a post. Um, that might be them in uh, the sports drink and that's worth a certain amount of money. Um, and then as far as, you know, influencers go, it may be like a phone app and the same exact thing. So to actually do a partnership deal, you have to have a likeness that's worth something. So if you're an athlete, obviously your likeness, whether it's cricket, whether it's NFL, um, it may be you have a following that is large enough that a company wants to come to because they feel that it'll generate business for them, generate awareness. So really the first step is building up that likeness um, and then from there, it's a question of like, do you outreach to them? Um, is your likeness strong enough where a company is going to come to you first? So after you build up the likeness, then you decide if you want to do any sort of outreach to the companies, asking them if you can work with them or if they're going to come to you. And then from there, it's a little bit legal about like the contracts and the money and things like that. But really for people listening, um, I think the focus is building up your likeness and building up your presence online. Okay, that's uh, that's great. Uh, like building up, like uh, keep on giving us the 
keep you keep on giving the right content keep on you know providing value maximum value to your audience in a way that uh, no one else is doing you have to do it uh, you know a way, in a way that no one else is doing you have to keep this in mind right is that is that right you have to keep exactly. this thing in mind then only we can deliver that type of content yes our content can be same of all the people that are doing in the same industry but we have to keep this thing in mind right Exactly. And also like as you're keeping it in mind, um you start to build your likeness. So you kind of build your popularity. And from there your followers increase, your engagement increases. And that's what's really um mo- like able to monetize for a business. That's where like they can actually put money behind it. Okay, that's great. Uh so like uh, if I'm doing an online partnership uh, right now, okay? So suppose if I'm doing it okay so uh, what uh, like what do the steps should i you know take uh, in that moment that uh, you know i have to partner this person so like uh, should i research everything about him him right away or should i you know cold dm him right away what what should what should i do that's actually you know the question of our audience to be honest you <laughs> know the answer oh, to you yeah. <laughs> yeah um i think that you always want to do your research um whether a company comes to you or you approach a company you always want to know what the company is about what they're selling um what business they're in what industry you always want to know those things and also know their audience so when you look at um like a hair care product if it's a natural hair care product it may be a specific type of audience like the demographic may be female or if you're going for a shoe company then you know the demographic is probably athletic and a little bit more interested in like the looks of something so you want to know the audience before you work with the company before you approach them after they approach you um and then from there you can start that conversation because also when it comes to partnerships your you as the talent are most likely going to create content whether it's videos pictures maybe copywriting and you want to make sure that what Whatever you're putting out is going to engage their audience and is going to make them want to talk more about the product, make them want to buy the product. So always do your research, um, whether you approach them or they approach you. Uh, that's great, and uh, I hope uh, the value you have given till now, people have already enjoyed in our audience. Because I have, you know, to be honest, I have an audience of more than forty-one percent in US, not and only thirty percent in India. I don't know why. maybe because i you know because of english but i have you know started doing podcasts in hindi as well so what okay. should i do in this case that's that's for me what should i do should i keep on say, you know doing podcast in hindi or should i keep on doing it in english what do you think will be more so better said, so you said your audience is mostly uh, us from in uh, yeah the percentage of audience who listens to me are from us right now i don't know why Okay. Well, so it sounds like um, you know, looking back at your demographic, obviously most of them were English speaking, so it would probably make more sense for you to um speak in English and have an English podcast, but that's not to say that speaking in in um a language in India as well is also not good because that still touches that audience and you can continue to grow that one too. Um I know that there are audiences in India that are English speaking, so you can kind of kind of do both by taking your english speaking podcast and marketing it to the people in india that do speak english in indian terms it's called hinglish hindi oh, okay. plus english it's called hinglish and oh. uh, we indians do speak english a lot yeah <laughs> when we normally talk to our friends in our you know like uh, metropolitan stations we all we do prefer to say hinglish rather than <laughs> total hindi or total english so this is something yeah. that i really got to know 
okay so uh, rajil the next question that i want to know is that that is an important question uh, you might have answered this question in some way or the other but uh, there's a reason i'm asking it again for the specific way that i want to know okay so how can someone establish their authority on social media platform through branding how to establish authority uh, you know like uh, people do know what content to post and what uh, like uh, what things they can post but what is the thing that sets them aside that is what i want to know what is the thing that sets them aside Yeah, I think um, you know, everybody's good at a lot of things, but when it comes to establishing authority, you need to find your niche. Um and whatever that might be, once you find that, that's really what you dedicate your page to or what you talk about a lot is that one thing. So for me, it's um personal branding. So I speak all about personal branding and even if I talk about like sports or I talk about modeling or the other things that I do, it all relates to personal branding cuz that is what my brand is. Um and to establish authority you need to talk often, you need to come from a place of knowledge and you need to be able to get that message to your audience. So if you want to establish authority on whatever um topic you decide to do, you have to take those steps and make sure what you're putting out is um important, engaging, teaching all of those things. So when it comes to social media, sticking to those ideas and then doing it consistently and constantly, um that's really how you establish that authority because you're engaging with your audience. Okay, so like establishing authority is really important. and we have to you know like give some content which is really really valuable for our audience which connects them into in a way that no one else is connected through branding through stories through marketing because you know i know about instagram growth as well i know about all uh, instagram growth and i have you know took courses on that as well so i do know that uh, you know connecting people with a story and then through a feed on every single day basis monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday where which which is the day to you know give cta call to action which is the day to establish krt no like interest so i do understand all those things and uh, people if you, they really want to know this thing that you can reach out to rekel as well she will let you know how you can do it okay you can take her mentorship as well okay so uh, that is really great but uh, i want to know this random thing that i want to know right away that is like how did you went into acting and uh, modeling uh, and uh, right yeah sports modeling all this stuff thank <laughs> you because you are an entrepreneur right now i don't know much about yeah i'm i'm a serial entrepreneur which just means that i do a lot of entrepreneurship. Um so really when it came to personal branding because I work with um athletes, I work with influencers, a lot of times like the content they have to take is in front of the camera. Um and I'm someone that I feel I want to always speak from experience, like I want to have done these things first. So even I was as I was building my career to be an entrepreneur, I made sure I did a job in every single area of business, um different industries so I could always speak from experience because I've done these things. So I went into fitness modeling and recently acting because I wanted my clients to know that when I was telling them, "Hey, you should turn a certain way, you should take a picture a certain way, you should talk a certain way," that I've done it before. So it's coming from a place of experience and also a place of authority. Um so I recently signed with prestigious models um here in the US and they started me off a little bit more in my acting career um and then I still do my fitness modeling as well. Okay. And what about sports? Yeah, so sports um like I said I was a 
um, student athlete in college here in the US. And then afterwards and during college, actually, I worked in a lot of different sports areas. So I worked in baseball, I worked in football, I've worked in boxing, I've worked in rowing, like I worked for the Olympics. Um, so I just started establishing my authority and my experience there. And that helped me get into um, all the areas that I've been in. Uh, that's great. Uh, like, uh, you know, we have to establish authority everywhere. Like, this is the real message. We have to establish authority, but we cannot do it without consistency, right? Right, exactly. And actually, I'm very young too. I'm only 25. Um, so it was really all about, I know, I seem like much older. Um, no, no, no. no, no. I, uh... <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> but yeah, I really had to, um, you know, at such a young that's age. That's my case. I look a bit older. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I had to spend a lot of time getting all this experience. So, you know, people that I'm working with, no matter what level, already know that I'm coming from a place of experience. Um, so that's a really important thing as being a young adult as well is to always try to get more experience, always try to learn something. So when you speak from experience, people are more willing to trust you. Yeah, uh, that's great. And uh, like, uh, uh, this is something that I w really want to know that is like, uh, in this world of distractions, in this world of total distractions, uh, you know, digital dimension, uh, things that have been, uh, you know, coming in this world for the past five to six years, why do you think consistency is really important in uh, personal branding? In this world of digital dementia, why do you think it is so much important? I think it's really important because there's so much out there that is fake. There is so much out there that, um, you know, like fake accounts, people like their life is not perfect, but they make it look like, like, the like fake it's guru perfect, culture. you know, fake news, whatever you want to call it. Like the fake guru culture that is yeah. a lot. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Um, there's just so much that isn't authentic that people really crave authenticity like you really crave the real person especially when we're all like staying home especially in the u.s um even in dublin they're at a very strict stay-at-home order right now we all crave that human interaction the authenticity and things like that so if you can really be authentic with your brand if you can present like your real self to people i think that's really important because we just see a lot of things that are fake and it's really refreshing and really nice to be able to see a real person and see someone go through the ups and downs because we all do. That's great. Uh, any books you will you want to re recommend for personal branding? Any books? Ooh, um, for personal branding, I would say one book I actually have read recently from my colleague. His name is um, Teo Roxon. It's actually right here. <laughs> um, it's called Use Your Difference to Make a Difference. Right uh, like, uh, like uh, um, he's your friend? Yeah, yeah, he's my friend. Um, his okay. name is Teo Roxon, but it's actually a great book um, just because he talks a lot about diversity, inclusion, and this book specifically is about using who you are, your authenticity to build yourself and build your brand as well. Um, so I think that personal branding comes in so many shapes and forms. It comes across so many different industries and everything. Um, you can find advice on how to personal brand from everything. Um, and I think that if you're always willing to learn, you're always going to find it somewhere. Okay, yeah, that's great. And if you we were talking about books, should I market myself here? If I can? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the bookshelf's always behind us, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is the most important. <laughs> so this is my own book. So this is for self-development. It's you who makes the difference. This is for self-development. The reason I wrote it was simple. 
the reason i wrote it was simple because in lockdown i've seen all the people most of the people you know they were suffering from depression all these things were coming up into the news when you open the news it's always covid 19 covid 19 it instills fear in our mind it instills fear in our you know self and we always tend to think yeah the world's going to change everything's going to be over the people the, the media language changed everything and i do i to be honest if i'll say it on record i don't uh, uh, you know like um, i don't like that stuff to be honest the media language i don't like it because uh, mostly it creates negativity rather than positivity it always gives us uh, gives us like a breaking news what does breaking news means is that yeah i got to see it this is a breaking news every news is a breaking news so uh, like people were suffering from a lot of things so i thought that uh, in lockdown i was you know uh, on top of my business at that time so i thought that i should write a book about it how i overcome yeah. those things how i overcome some fears that i had before the lockdown um this the book was launched in august and the 8th on my sister's birthday august the 9th so i launched it because of that so this only told us about uh, like how we can make a difference even when all odds are against us so it's a small thing but yeah i'll launch much more books later because i'm good at copy so i'll do it do it <laughs> Okay. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like we all have a story to tell. We've all gone through an experience that we can share that could help someone else. Like what you believe, someone else believes too. So, I always believe in sharing your thoughts, um especially if they're positive, but sharing what you believe in, being authentic with who you are because there's someone who you could help down the road. Okay. Uh that's great. And uh, the only reason that uh, people are, you know, like uh, searching things for online because there's no, most of the things are not available offline right that's the reason why they are coming for personal branding they are doing new and new things so i want to know one more thing that is another thing that i want to know that is like uh, why do you think copywriting is important right now why do you think copywriting is an important skill to have right now in any business what's your take on that i think specifically because marketing right now everyone is home because of covid um you know we're all sitting in front of our computers our phones etc so we are all constantly consuming ads getting emails getting spammed everything so copywriting is important because if you can do it well you can hook your audience um you can really get them to look at what you're looking at and i think think that world where we're all being forced to digest so many words so much content like i was saying with your personal brand if you can get someone to resonate with what you're saying whether it be like a don't read this or if it's a personal brand saying hey i went through something hard and let me tell you about it um i think that sets you apart because that is how you build your audience um and i think that copyright is one way really the main way that it starts yeah because everything we read every business we have every person brand we will there's a copy you cannot go exactly. away without writing something that is exactly. the I, i believe that is the most underrated skill because uh, many people are making a lot of money from it but uh, people still don't understand why this is so much important because you, you can see the big big influencers they all have copywriters right you are also working with uh, some influencers they must be having copywriters as well because they cannot uh, indulge all their time in uh, you know writing copies because they have to do their own work for their clients as well right 
Um, actually, a lot of so a lot of influencers in the U.S. are um, individuals. So, um, you know, influencers I'm working with right now, they do actually come up with their own copy. Um, that is something that is you know specific to each individual. Some people who are putting out massive amount of contents, like very specifically multiple a day, things like that, they will use copywriters. So it just really depends on the person. Um, it also depends on like the athlete, things like that. But everybody over here in the U.S., like at some point, we employ a copywriter. Yeah, that's great. So I believe that there's always a you know a big need of it. Okay. There always is. Yeah. So thank you so much, Rachel, for uh, you know giving us this much valuable stuff in our podcast. One last thing that I want to know that is, what do you have any special message for our Indian audience? Any special message that you want to have you know want to give to us? Yeah. Um, one company that I mentioned earlier, it's called Oxygen, O-X-Y-G-E-A-N. Um, we did just launch an app. It's in the App Store and Google Play. It's actually a platform where you can share videos and um, like videos about your life skills, videos about your professional skills, things like that. I actually have a whole series on there where I talk about um, personal branding. I talk about motivation, career, social media, things like that. And there's so many other people on there. So I know TikTok is in um, available in India right now and this is another short form video content type um, and it's really a motivational type video um, and I think that's really awesome to have um, and then secondly that's not about an app um, I think you know when you're in a country it was so you have to differentiate yourself um, really because everyone over there is consuming social media. So whatever your specific niche might be or your story, just always be really authentic to it and make sure that that's what you're focusing on and that's what you're putting forward. Okay. So you have told us about your app. Like, can you, uh, like I'll also mention in the description as well uh, about uh, the app. So can you tell us a bit more like who launched this app and anything like that? Yeah, so the company is actually called Oxygen, again, O-X-Y-G-E-A-N. Um, it's a company where the app is actually the first app where we are, um, members are coming onto the platform, they're creating their own videos, they're consuming videos, and there's actually a quiz on there that tells you what your skills are, tells you what your soft skills are. So it told me my leadership style is direct, um, which is accurate. <laughs> and it told me other things like about my... Um, my attitude, my determination, and things like that. And with that data, um, it's actually awesome because they can show you videos that will help those skills. So like if my leadership style is direct, they're gonna show me a video from another creator who also has a direct leadership style. And that's gonna teach me how to cater my message and things like that. Okay, that's great, that's great. Okay, so uh, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming to our podcast. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this podcast who have been, you know, in our podcast till now. Okay. And uh, the main thing is that out of this podcast, the main reason we had this podcast was to give so much value to the people that, uh, you know, like uh, we are giving the podcast to. That's the re reason we are uploading this podcast that we want to give people about the value that in 2021, leveraging your personal brand, leveraging your business, leveraging, uh, you know, monetizing everything that you have online is really, really important because... By the end of 2030, what I believe is that AI will come over. So we have to stay ahead of the curve. We have to stay ahead with our strategies, with our business and everything, right? Okay. So thank you so much, Rachel, for coming. Uh, yeah. And thank you so much, uh, everyone, for being on the podcast. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.